Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone's having an absolutely massive day today, a great day, fantastic day, enormously positive day, and I hope you guys basically are spreading the truth as always. So thank you again for your support of Health Masters. I told you guys yesterday that we had the product of the week that was being voted on back and forth, and there was a lot of lot of discussions on it. People were texting me and asking me about it as far as the product that was winning, and it is the hyaluronic acid, and it's incredibly good for the joint fluid, for the synovial fluid, and it also helps out with joint mobility, and it actually helps out with wrinkles. This hyaluronic acid is very difficult for the body to absorb topically. A lot of people don't realize as they put it in you know, facial creams and stuff, which doesn't hurt to have it in there, but the effects of it when used topically are very difficult because the molecules are simply – they're just difficult for the skin to absorb. So taking it in an oral effective way like this formula really does well with overall joint health and basically it's anti-aging property. So y'all voted. It won. It's on sale right now for product of the week. It will be up on the website here shortly. So I wanted to remind everybody that and give you a heads up the day it went out. Also, too, in other news, I wanted to – I saw this earlier, and I wanted to bring this up. Is I tell people repeatedly to make sure you are protecting your privacy as best as possible. There's a, another article that came out, and it's discussing how the Homeland Security has basically expanded its tracking and tracing even further, even if you don't have certain apps on your phone. And I tell people this for the sole purpose of – if you're going somewhere, you're doing something, it's always a good idea to put your phone in one of those cases if you don't need it. And it's also a good idea not to tie in or give permission on a lot of these websites. On top of that, Dad talked earlier this week about the surveys they send you and how to pretty much never fill those things out. And he's absolutely right. You see that now, and it's sad because back in the day, surveys were actually beneficial to businesses. You know, back in the 90s and stuff when they were actually kept confidential, what a crazy thought that was, and business simply wanted to know how they were doing or if their products were working. They'd send you a survey, and you'd fill it out, and it would actually help the company. The problem is now everybody has realized in these greedy little markets that the simply just the location data industry has now become a 12 billion dollar a year market now that's not your personal information this is just your location data and what they do is they take it from google and other companies that you give permission to and they sell it they sell it to restaurants they sell it to corporations they sell it to all these different companies and they buy it so they can data log and track your behavior and what they've started to show now, and I was reading this article, they said there's around 350 million mobile devices in the United States in use today, and that number is expected to grow. Therefore, it's not uncommon to encounter individuals involved, basically, in every aspect of daily life going on their way. And almost every single one of those phones is traceable and trackable. Because remember, this is why iPhones started doing their batteryless phones. They didn't want you to have the old flip phones like we had, where you could pop the battery out the back and the phone was essentially dead. I mean, it was useless as a wet paper bag. There's nothing, it, you couldn't track anything on it because it had no power. There's nothing to track unless it had a little backup battery in it, but those old ones never had that. 
So that's why they came out with the smartphones that you're unable to pull the battery out of. So pretty much they have a constant tracking beacon in them all the time. They use this now in numerous cases, not only in prosecution stuff, but also, too, to follow you around and essentially data log what you do. This is the same reason why on Health Masters as well, I do not collect any personal data whatsoever. This is why when you get on my website, I don't ask you to confirm cookies. I now have reached the point I refuse to even do business with a company or go on a website if they have that, period. If if they require you to accept it, I won't even use them. I won't go with them at all. I'm done with it now because a lot of people don't realize what they do when you go on these websites and you have to apply – basically accept the cookies – they track you all over everywhere you go, and in most cases, if you look at it, when you accept all cookies, they have data location cookie trackers in there as well, which means it ties into your Google tracking on your phone, and each and every website then can find out everywhere you go, not only in cyberspace, but also in your personal life. This, again, is very valuable information if you want to do direct marketing towards somebody and or want to follow them around for whatever reason they, they would like to do this and build basically algorithms on individuals. So, again, I encourage people, if you can go without a phone, that's even better, better and fantastic. If you can't get one of those cases that basically you can go in and uh, if you have to, turn your phone on airplane mode and put it in one of those cases that protects your location. Really, really important because as they're starting to – expand their scope of tracking people, they're going to start using this, in my opinion, to go after the patriot dissidents as much as they can. We now are watching a completely and totally rogue, majority of the government has gone completely rogue now. Now, a lot of people make it upset for me in saying that, but I think everybody's in agreement now. We're not seeing a constitutional republic served at its best. <laughs> this is getting embarrassing now at the least, but it's also getting troubling because so many people are continually going along with these lies over and over and over and over and over again, and yet majority of people don't even want to question it. For example, we're seeing now that a federal judge, I'm glad this happened, however, this is going to start turning into a vicious battle as they try to further advance the agenda of making transgender cross-dressing perverts essentially a protected species. The federal judge has now blocked the Biden's administration recent rules giving transgender people extended rights in schools and the workplace because Biden's regulators bypassed requirements of federal law that must be satisfied before issuing a regulation, giving the public notice of regulation, time to file comments, and forcing the agency to respond to those comments. U.S. District Judge Charlie Atchley Jr. agreed with 20 other state attorneys that the uh, state attorney generals that the regulations infringed on state rights and could be seen as having been improperly drawn. Now, again, this isn't going to stop. This is simply just the federal judge halting it because the Biden administration essentially is operating out of like a tyrant. They're operating like an emperor. They're not operating like a republic. They simply just go in now and sign any executive order they want, regardless of how it violates the Constitution or the Bill of Rights. They just sign it law. We decree now transgender perverts now have more laws or more rules and more protections than anybody else now. You're not allowed to say anything to them. You can't tell them they can't sit in the bathroom and watch you go to the bathroom. You can't tell them they can't do anything. They pretty much have carte blanche immunity if they claim they're a tranny. That's pretty much what the Biden administration did, and this federal judge said, no, not happening. You have to go through certain elements and certain rules and regulations before you just start giving certain individuals their own private rules and rights that they simply have above other people. So glad to see this federal judge did this. 
doesn't stop it from continuing to occur, nor is it going to stop them from pushing their agenda. But, again, it's very important you continue to speak up about stuff. I had a customer come in yesterday, Frank and his wife. They were really awesome. Talked to him for a little bit. They actually had moved down to Florida. Really good people, patriot uh, couple. And he was talking to me in general how he feels the more people you talk to, especially down here, a lot of people are starting to wake up and get more vocal. And I said, yeah. I said, I hope so. I really encourage people to do so as well. I said, because if anybody realizes what type of tyranny we've been seeing, I think the last two years should have shown everybody that very, very clearly. I mean, look at some of these failed states like California. I mean, I, again, my opinion, California's a total failed state. They're totally insolvent. They can't function without tons and tons and tons of Fed money every single year. They have to continue to raise taxes on everything and everybody every year in order to mildly pay for what they have. And then on top of that, it's a total lawlessness out in Hollywood and San Francisco and every, that's where pretty much everybody in the country now is going to <laughs> descend on their state to live out there for free as basically, you know, homeless migrants. I mean, California has pretty much gotten known as being the homeless state now. I mean, it's, it's gotten horrific out there. And this again is what happens when you try to bring down a republic. You have to do it from within and you've got to do it chip by chip, block by block. It's very difficult to do in one night. This is what happened with Rome. It took hundreds of years to fully collapse Rome and it collapsed primarily from within. So again, that's why it is very important. If you know something to be true, if you see something, you've got to stand up for it. This is why you see over here now in the energy sector, there's a lot of people now in this industry that are starting to get vocal about what's going on and basically saying, hey, listen, this is what they're doing here. This is not sustainable from an EV standpoint or a gasoline standpoint. Everything that's happening right now is a total failure, and it's being done as a controlled failure. That's why I'm really, really hoping a lot of these, hopefully some of these, hardcore leftists get voted out this fall in the midterms. We can do the best we can. High probability they're going to try to do massive election fraud again. But again, it's our duty as patriots in a constitutional republic to do the best we can in our precincts and in our voting booths to try to maintain continuity of true voting that's actually real and not what we saw with the election in 2020 with that that whole debacle with thousands and thousands and thousands of mules running around dropping ballots that's personally why i think again they're trying to push the dead horse narrative of oh we gotta gotta start wearing masks we gotta start having this again they're gonna start trying to spool it up guys the closer we get and in my opinion it's all complete and total fabricated theater as it was from the beginning is there a virus that's floating around? Absolutely. There's viruses that float around every single day. Way before COVID, guys, there's things out there that can make you sick if you get exposed to them. You know, wash your hands. If your immune system's compromised, if basically you're not keeping your body loaded up with proper supplements like the vitamin C and the D3 and the zinc, absolutely. That's why it's so important as well. You keep your body hydrated. You keep your body active. You continue to get fresh air, and you get sunshine. Very, very important, my friends. What do you think, Dad? Well, I think the fresh air and the sunshine are critical as long as you try to stay away from heavy chemtrail days and breathe in a bunch of garbage in the atmosphere, which is almost impossible to avoid now. I was, you know, I was flying the other day and, and I basically saw the spooge that was on the ground. I mean, you know, you're up to about 8,000 feet. Uh, you've got like a gray haze now that is everywhere. And I mean, it's difficult, you know, it's called marginal VFR day. You can't really see much at the ground level because it's got so much of a pollution, you know, layer on it. 
And again, this is being done by the international banking cartels and the international governments to create this energetic atmosphere that we're supposed to live in and breathe that allows them to have better over the, you know, horizon radar ground penetration and exotic, and detect exotic propulsion systems in the upper ionosphere. The problem is the stuff's not in the upper ionosphere. It floats down to the ground level and sits there and we breathe it all. And there's no telling what type of bacteria or chemicals or, you know, or, or barium or aluminum that we're inhaling. So it's just very frustrating. When we were kids, and Austin really doesn't remember this because it started going away when he was young, we have the most azure blue skies in Florida. And the best we ever get now because of this gray haze that's over the United States is like a, a, like a light blue, even on cloudless days, because this stuff just stays here now because it gets sprayed so much. And becomes this inversion layer in which is kind of just sits here and just chokes everybody out. That's why we're having all these problems with all these horrible smells all over the country and all of this toxicity and all of these allergies that people are developing is because of the spooge that we're breathing. I was speaking to a friend of mine yesterday and I, I told him, I said, it's, it's kind of like this, you know, atmosphere and water are very, very similar. Atmosphere basically is a thinner version of water. And, and what ha- happens is when this stuff gets polluted at low levels like it is now, it's very difficult for it to clear off. The biggest thing that really seems odd to me, and uh, it's one of those things that I kind of look at things a little differently as I've gotten older, is they tell us the Earth is supposed to be spinning at a 1,000 miles an hour. Uh, you know, that just seems odd to me because I watch all these airplanes, these little bitty planes that are flying around at four, five, six, seven, ten thousand 10,000 feet, 20,000 feet, these big jets – that encountered, you know, the upper ionosphere, no, well, not the upper ionosphere, but the, the higher levels of the atmosphere, you know, and they're traveling at 40, 50,000 feet, and they're not being pushed around by 1,000-mile-an-hour winds. So a lot of the stuff that we've been told, a lot of it is just just weird, and, and some of it, from a scientific standpoint, really can't be proven to be true. It just doesn't work that way. Like I've talked about this before, you know, when you talk about the curvature of the Earth and you try to see why – the mathematics doesn't work. I mean, to look into the curvature of the Earth just flying across Lake Okeechobee, which is like 30 miles across at the widest point, it should drop 600 feet by the backside, which means all the water would run that direction, and you'd have like a 600 different 600 foot variable as far as water level. It doesn't do that. So, you know, everything that we've been told, everything from the media to the science to the background of all these different people that are being put into positions of power and authority. All of this stuff, it just seems now it's being made up. All the stuff in Ukraine with, you know, with the, you know, the tail wagging the dog and all of the stuff that's happening in Ukraine just doesn't make any sense. Why Russia didn't go in there if they want to take over Ukraine and just take over Ukraine and send a half million men into it and just take over the country, just march through it, be done with it. Instead of allowing the Western powers now to build up huge military resistance against Russia, so we're told. Whether that's true or not, we don't know. It could be another lie about that. And it's very frustrating now because, you know, Europe's having all these problems with shortages. We know we're having problems with shortages here as far as what they tell us because of the lack of availability of certain raw materials and, 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 and automobiles and trucks, et cetera, et cetera. And like Austin said earlier, as far as this massive data collection, which has turned into like a $12, $20, $20 billion industry every year now, uh, they're just wanting to know everything they do. Everything that they do, they want to make sure that they know everything that they're, they're saying to you because they want to make sure that they have the ability to come in and just destroy the nation at any given time 
by putting us into a program in which we all have this Chinese social credit score. And, and, you, and, you, and you think about it. You think, well, what, what do you, why, why is that happening? Well, the reason that's happening is that, you know, we have allowed ourselves to be data mined. And we've given away all of this information to these guys. And what's happened is they've come in now and they've pretty much destroyed us as far as the people. Because they've come in and they found out what our, our weaknesses are, what our strengths are. And they've, they've come in and, they, and they've used that against us. The New York School of New York School of Law it has an article out that says the digital ID is paving a digital road road to hell. Now, what's interesting? Here's what the technocracy editor said: the technocracy demands identification of every citizen and always has and always will. The technocracy study course with 1934 requirements four, five, and six are provide a continuous inventory of all production and consumption. Provide a specific registration of the type, kind of all goods and services were produced and were used. Provide specific registration of the consumption of each individual, plus a record and description of the individual. So it says, that's the course that they give out for this. You know, a couple of years ago, Amazon, which I absolutely loathe, which is another globalist, BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, you know, puppet, and you know, all the rest of Jeff Bezos and all the rest of these weirdos, that, you know, basically Zuckerberg and all the rest of these guys who claim to have all this power and all this money who are put in positions of power as cutouts. What's interesting about this is they contacted us, Amazon did, and they wanted to know every single product that we sold on Health Masters uh, uh, on Amazon. They wanted to know the exact formula, the exact suppliers and the exact manufacturers and I mean all of this stuff. And they wanted to have this to allow us to continue to sell supplements on Amazon. We just told them, no, we weren't going to do it. So, you know, this is, again, data logging, data mining. And now Amazon's getting unbelievably hit now for for being a monopoly and predatory pricing and basically producing people's products without their knowledge or will by simply changing a few of the ingredients so they don't have to worry about patents and and basically selling the same types of products on, on Amazon. And now they're being busted for it because this is what I told you they were going to do, it, and now they're doing it. And the sad part about all of this stuff is that when you sit back and you look at it, you realize that people do this because they get basically desperate to have this Amazon marketplace, to have a global footprint, and they start to compromise more and more and more confidential information that they shouldn't be giving out. And we see this right now with what's happening all over the world. That's why this article is so good. And we need to realize that the New York School of Law, digital ideas paving a digital road to hell. New York's University Center for Human Rights and Global Justice has issued a chilling warning about the potential dangers to human rights posed by the push for digital identity. This is the Chinese credit score that they did. They tried so much to get through on the United States with vaccine passports. That's what this whole thing was about in mid-June. The Center for the Human Rights and Global Justice, a hub for human rights society at New York University School of Law, issued a 100-page report detailing the growing dangers of relevance on digital identity around the world. The report, titled Paving a Digital Road to Hell, examines the role of the World Bank, whoa, and other international networks that have been promoting the use of digital ID in recent years. And they go into detail about the World Economic Forum in this article. And it says, who is pushing the drive to digital identity? It says, the authors of the report also call for a more clearly developed notion of who are the most relevant actors driving this agenda and what are the key concepts. In 2014, the World Bank, here we go, launched the Identification for Development Program, ID4D, 
with the aim of solving the problem of a lack of identity for much of the so-called developing world. The World Bank is developing and funding digital biometric ID programs in Mexico, pushing digital ID in poor countries with the ostensible goal of providing legal identity to the 1.1 billion who do not currently have one. In other words, we have to make sure all of the peasants are marked as debt slaves. He goes on to say, we have noted the World Bank and the ID4D initiative do not stand alone pursuing the ID agenda. They exist within a global network of organizations and individuals. This includes donor governments like the United Kingdom, the United States, France, all Rothschild-controlled, global foundations such as the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Rothschild-controlled, Amador Network, Rothschild-controlled, tech-savvy governments such as India and Estonia, Rothschild-controlled, the UN system, Rothschild-controlled, including the members of the UN Legal Identity Task Force, Rothschild-controlled, all of this. And it goes on and on and on and lists all of the people that are involved in this. And then we got to sit back and we got to realize what in the world happened to our country? What destroyed our country? Now, Paul Craig Roberts, I'm going to quote him, okay, because it's going to be pretty offensive to some people listening, but I'm just going to quote it. He goes, What destroyed our country? Paul Craig Roberts. In a way, Hitler won World War II. Jewish cultural Marxists fled Germany and brought their march through the institutions to America. They marched first through the universities and then through the public schools, and they succeeded in separating the Democratic Party, corporate leadership, and much of the intellectual and educated population from the Western moral and cultural tradition. Now, what he's talking about here, and he didn't specify this, and I'm going to be clear with this, this is the Frankfurt School. This is cultural Marxism that came into the United States in 1933 after Hitler took power, and basically Hitler was very anti-Semitic, and he wanted these guys out. And pretty much every leader of the Frankfurt School was a high-level intellectual Jewish professor, period. Now, you can say, well, that's not true at 100%. Well, I didn't say it's 100%. I said almost every person was. And these guys, in almost every single case, were hardcore Kabbalists. They were Luciferians. They followed the teachings of Karl Marx and all the rest of this stuff, and also part of the Zohar and all the stuff that I talked about Monday a week ago on the show as far as the ancient Canaanite religions. And they knew they could not subvert the culture of the United States as long as the United States was the city on the hill that the whole world looked to as far as having freedom. I've talked about this many times on this show, and now Paul Craig Roberts is also directing this, addressing this indirectly. The cultural Marxists did this by attacking the literary canon of lack of, for the lack of cultural diversity. They used education and they used the ADL, the anti, and it used to be called the Anti-Jewish Defamation League, to basically indoctrinate students with the values and outlooks of those hostile to their own culture, which were negatively portrayed. This is, in other words, they were saying how bad the Jews were in times past, and so they were coming in to protect the Jewish name in the United States of America, and they wanted to promote the cultural Marxism so that people could no longer have freedom of speech and complain about certain people when they came to the United States and their lack of coming into the United States and being part of the society. As time passed, Shakespeare was replaced as topics of study by queer theory, post-colonialism, critical race theory, and gender theory. In place of the society unity formed by this group of people from the United States that had been here who were the Christians, we now have a divisiveness of identity politics. Gender theory wipes out the distinction between men and women, male and female. This is all Kabbalah stuff, guys. Critical race theory infuses white children with guilt and separates them from their race and their parents. Normality is damned for being exclusive and is replaced by a diversity of perversion. 
That's what they're trying to do. So everybody gets accepted. This has been underway for several decades in the universities, actually for about 100 years, is now the agenda of the public school system, which is staffed with the graduates acculturated into the new diverse culture of the Tower of Babel. I would call it of Sodom and Gomorrah, not the Tower of Babel. In recent years, the march has reached the corporations and male and female sports. The CEO of Disney advocates indoctrinating children with critical race theory and gender theory, white male heterosexual employees of U.S. corporations, universities, government, and military must attend sensitivity training. Recently, Detroit Tigers celebrated Pride Night and encouraged donations to the LGBTQ organization of your choice. Men claiming female gender now compete in women's sports. Clearly, the American culture today is one of total confusion. Here's a question that Paul Craig Roberts then asks. How does a society this confused exist? Clearly, there is no unity. And without unity, there is neither society or a nation. I'm going to repeat that. Without unity, there is neither a society or a nation, just a group of special interest individuals that are trying to get everything they possibly can for their own specific groups. And there is no unity. So what is the United States? Isn't the name the United States an outdated as Shakespeare and Christian morality? Identity politics and cultural diversity do not permit unity, permit unity within one state, much less between states. When there is no culture that people can unite, only force can unite this people. It is artificial unity that is dependent on coercion and basically gulag systems and forcing people to be compliant, in which there is no unity again. In such a country, there is no room for a Bill of Rights and a constitutional protection. Even the concept of sin has been turned inside out. This is from the Kabbalah again. Now, Paul Craig Roberts doesn't talk about this, but this, he needs to get this part of what he's – he's missing this part, to be honest with you. He's, I love what he writes, but this is the part he doesn't go into. Today, traditional morality's disapproval of sexual perversion is damned for the sin of intolerance. In other words, if you disapprove of someone's being a pedophile, you are now damned for the sin of intolerance, or you're called a bigot. We've talked about this many times on the show. Once morality is disarmed, all barriers to degeneracy fall. I'm going to repeat that. That's very well said. Once morality is disarmed or just done away with or just gotten rid of, all barriers to total degeneracy fall, and they have. The new barriers are enforcements against the values of the overthrown culture. In other words, a Christian culture is no longer permitted. The young are born into the Tower of Babel that I would call Sodom and Gomorrah. I'll repeat this again using that in my vernacular. The young are born into Sodom and Gomorrah, and for them, the Sodom and Gomorrah morality is the new normality. That's why when Chris Evans, the guy who plays basically you know, Captain America, and I'll never go see another one of his movies, comes out and says, all of these people who disagree with this are dinosaurs and dying. He's talking about me. And the sad part about it is he's talking about Austin, too, because a lot of us have raised our children properly, and we simply were not going to allow them to accept the Sodom and Gomorrah lifestyle. We're not going to do it. Absolutely not. We will not do it. And how many other people have you heard talk about BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street and how they control almost everything that we – basically have in the United States and globally now, and these are part of the same Kabbalist, Luciferian, World Economic Forum group of people, of Kabbalists, that have continued to run the planet for the thousands of years that humanity has been here since the fall of Adam and Eve. In August of 2021, Jim O'Neill wrote a stunning expose 
of BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street entitled Monopolistic Monopoly. And you can look at this if you'd like. I posted. Jim listed the large companies in which Vanguard, BlackRock, and State Street's top shareholders are owned by. His article first alerted the world to BlackRock's chairman, CEO Larry Fink. In March of 2022, a few months ago, Investopedia reported BlackRock, Inc. is by some measures the biggest investment management company across the globe with more than $10 trillion in assets under management. It's controlled through Aladdin, their computer system, their AI system that routinely buys billions of shares of stocks and sells them and trades them, et cetera, et cetera, in a matter of minutes or days. It doesn't matter. It moves so fast, human beings can't keep up with it. The U.S. and the FDA have now basically come in now and readily approved lab-grown meat, genetically modified cattle, and are funding the globalists to research and develop cellular agriculture as well as indoor growers and genetic companies while they slack on regulations for gene-edited produce. The other day, Stan and Roxanne sent me a text, and it was an Amish grower, an Amish farmer up in Pennsylvania who was raising organic meat, who's been sanctioned now by the Food and Drug Administration and basically given hundred and USDA and given hundreds of thousands of dollars in fines because he's been selling clean food and clean meat to a group of people who are part of his co-op. I mean, it's everything they can possibly do now to stamp out anybody trying to promote clean agriculture and clean food. That's why we wrote that book a few years ago, Eat Clean and Be Healthy. And then the government and other organizations started coming out against the eat clean movement, saying, oh, you shouldn't have to eat clean. You should eat whatever you want to eat. No, you shouldn't because of the way it's produced now. But yes, in generic terms, you should be able to eat whatever you want because it shouldn't be poison. You shouldn't have GMO food that's so toxic it's considered a pesticide like GMO corn. I mean, come on, guys. Why in the world are we doing all of this stuff? Why are we allowing this to happen? And it's because of what Craig Roberts has said. When these guys, BlackRock and State Street, have taken over centralized food production and the technologies, and now they have a near total control of the food supply in America, you know, this has been under the radar of the majority of America, and it doesn't bode well for our future. Remember Kissinger's famous quote, who controls the food supply controls the people, who controls the energy can control whole continents, and who controls money can control the world? This POS is still alive, and he's basically a piece of slime, by the way. This POS piece of slime who basically is still dictating policy, and he's almost 100 years old. How in the world is he staying alive? How in the world, as overweight as he is, is he almost 100 years old, and he's staying alive? Not many people say perhaps he's a clone. I don't know. We have the technology for that. Many people are saying perhaps he's basically being given adrenochrome on a regular basis. I don't know. Many people are saying that he's getting transfusions of young people's blood to keep them alive. I don't know about that either, but we sure know there's sure a lot of stories of vampires over the generations of time, aren't there? So all of this stuff we think about is like, wow, this is really weird. But again, what's real and what's not? That's why I tell you guys, and I really urge you folks to listen to me about this, please. Are you listening? This is important. That's why I tell you. The word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's a historical account of ancient history going back thousands and thousands of years, which tell you who the people are who are doing this, tell you what groups and organizations are doing this, and why they're doing it, and who they're worshiping. That's why it continually talks about Baal and Moloch and Asherah and the 70 elders that basically stood at the base of the mountain and spoke to Lucifer, supposedly according to their tradition, and basically got all of this information from the Kabbalah and the Zohar, even after the 
Israelites were freed from Egypt. The same group of people, these Kabbalist Luciferians, the synagogue of Satan, has infiltrated every area of our life, as we see today, with living in Sodom and Gomorrah. I tell people when we travel around the country, they say, where do you live? And I say, we live between Orlando and Tampa. That's the off-ramp between Sodom and Gomorrah. And you think, it can't be that bad. Guys, Tampa's not as bad as Orlando. Orlando was basically turned into like the giant homosexual capital of Florida or the world, and rivaling Key West as far as per capita number of gays. And it's only, 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 only rival it would have would be Tel Aviv, which is the number one homosexual destination in the world. And guys, it's so important to understand that we've got to protect our children. We've got to teach them that the Bible is the word of God. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever, as I just mentioned. And if we teach the children the way they should go when they were old, they will not depart from it. However, you've got to keep your kids away from people that are bad influences. And good luck with that. I'm just going to be honest with you. I had a hard time with that with all of my teenage kids. I tried my best to keep them away from bad people. But sometimes, for some reason, and I don't know why, some kids are just attracted to bad people. And I've always told them. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. And I always try to keep them focused, keep them busy, keep them in school, keep them academically motivated, give them a positive hobby like working out with weights or riding horses or or anything besides hanging out with their friends and smoking dope and pot in the middle of the night. I've got a good friend of mine right now. His kid's in, the, in his 30s. He's still a doggone pothead. He All he does is wants to sit around and smoke dope all the time. You think, well, there's nothing wrong with pot. A little bit of pot's not going to hurt you. Listen. Let me say something to you. Anything that debilitates the mind and the body and the spirit is against God. God doesn't want you stoned. God doesn't want you drunk. God wants you knowing who you are in him through Christ Jesus all the days of your life. I used to be a bouncer in a bar. And I know this is kind of a background history on me that I don't really like talking about. But I never would drink because I got sucker punched one time. It was like Austin was talking about the other day. If you've got a bunch of facial piercings, that's your, that's your, that's your deal. That's whatever it is. That's not anything to do with me or Austin. Whatever you want to do is fine. But what if you get in a fight? First thing the person is going to do is hook onto one of those nose rings and start yoking on you. And I guarantee you, if you got a nose ring and it's tight enough in your nose, you're going to go wherever they pull. You're going to go with them. I promise you that. And the sad part about it is, is that we need to think through what we're doing from a, from a from a long-term survival standpoint at this point, which I don't only talk about on the show because it's so yuck. But guys, listen to me. They're doing everything they possibly can right now to take the country down. And we've been talking about it for several years now, and now they've accelerated it with what they're doing with all these shortages with the food supply. Gia Griffin came out with a video a few years ago, and he was talking about chemtrails, and he said it's simple. They're doing it to control the climate. They're doing it to control food production. Look what's going on all over the country in the Midwest right now. Ukraine is being used as a catalyst now. And I believe that I like Putin for what he says, but I also like Ron DeSantis. But these are high-level people in high-level government positions. And Putin basically is – this whole Ukraine thing is being used to collapse Europe, collapse the food supply like we mentioned a few months ago. Why is now all of our raw materials that we need for everything from the Ukraine? I mean he's you know, this bumbling buffoon Biden who's so senile he doesn't know he's president. He basically is wanting to blame all the inflation on the problems associated with the fuel after he's the one who put the sanctions on Russia. I mean, this whole thing's insanity as you watch them take the government down little by little. And I mentioned this on yesterday's show with Catherine Austin Fitz. 
She's saying the reason so many global leaders are being taken down now is that they are not mean enough or totalitarian enough or vicious enough to want to destroy the planet or destroy a country. And that's why they're bringing in people like the governor of California. He, guys, he's, he's completely missed it. Or, or, the, or, the, or the president of Canada. Look what he's done. All of these people that are following the beat of the World Economic Forum and doing exactly what these Kabbalist Luciferians tell them to do, notice they're staying in power. They're not being taken out. So be aware of this. Stay involved in your local elections. We're doing a big deal right now in the school board in Polk County because a whole bunch of us had enough of it. And we're going to come, we're going to replace a bunch of these school board members. We've had, we don't want them there anymore. We've had enough of it. But that's what all of us need to be doing. The same goes true for county commissioners. The same goes true for city commissioners. Whenever these people do things that you know aren't right, somebody in your area, and it might be you, you pray about it, need to run against these clowns and at least expose them for what they're doing to keep their feet to the fire. When Austin asked one of our city commissioners the other day, why are you not listening to us? Why are you not doing what we're asking you to do? Everybody's opposed to these mini warehouses, and yet you still insist on putting them in. Even the zoning board said no, and you guys overrode them. Why are you doing this? Well, you need to calm down. I am calm. Silence. They don't answer. They don't answer the question. And all these people need to be held accountable for this. Guys, it's so important that we take our country back at the local level first it can't be done top down it won't work that way it's too corrupt but it can be done bottom up i love you guys i prayed for you today austin go ahead do your next story and i'll be back in a few minutes absolutely he's exactly right we're seeing now and i was i was reading some articles and i was talking to steve about it yesterday what's going on in the netherlands and i mean it, it's deeply troubling what they're doing to the Dutch over there. And they're coming in and basically saying, uh, you know, because because of the nitrogen pollution and because of the cow farts, we have to wipe out 30% of all livestock in the Netherlands now. And by the way, we have to take over all these produce farms because, well, we need to be able to put housing in for more migrants that are coming here. Why don't you put the migrants back to where they came from after they get settled in and they can go live to where they were originally from? Why are we bringing more and more migrants to the Netherlands and Germany and Austria and all these countries in Europe? Well, it's very, very easy to answer. They're trying to dilute the culture. What the overall goal is, when you bring in a new world order, a one world government, there cannot be any national unity and national pride. Like Dad said earlier with Paul Craig Roberts, when people are no longer united – when there's no unity, when there's no overall goal that people are focused on, dude, you can't have any type of effective republic with that. It doesn't work because everybody's got their different agenda. Now, everybody's got their own different goals and ideas and aspirations. I'm not talking about that. What I'm saying is, though, when your main overall overwhelming goal is preserving freedom and allowing people to live freely on their way – but then you have other people who are telling you, no, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't be here, outside of any normal aspects of the rule of laws. I mean, obviously there has to be laws, but there has to be some semblance of freedom as well. That's why I've been so absolutely diametrically opposed to these perverts that are constantly trying to tell everyone what we have to do with our children. First off, I'm going to clarify something. I'm going to get a lot of people really irritated with this right now, and I don't care. If you decide you want to be a homosexual individual or a transgender individual, that's your right. I've told you that before. I don't care. That's 100% your freedom to do so with your own self. However, 
when you decide to go into that realm and you decide to go into that behavior, you now give up your right to talk to people about childbearing or raising children or about teaching and training children, period, period. You have now given up that right. You have decided what I want to be involved in, how I want to live, what I want to do sexually will now keep me 100% from ever being able to procreate ever again, period. That is your choice. That means you have now given up your right to tell me anything about child rearing as much as along the lines as well what I have to teach my children or what my children have to accept. You have now given that right up. You no longer have that right. You cannot sit there and choose one lifestyle that prevents you from ever procreating and then turn around in the same head and say, oh, by the way, you have to teach your child this, and you have to raise them this way, and you have to tell them what I'm doing is perfectly great, and you have to tell them I have to accept it. No, I don't. I don't do anything. You've given up that right. You no longer have it anymore. You've chosen to take a lifestyle that prevents you from being able to be a real parent. Now, we've seen these weirdos now. They want to go adopt these children. They want to go basically and be involved in trying to raise children and take them up for adoption. I am 100% diametrically opposed to homosexual couples being able to have any adoption rights at all. Because, again, that was your choice. You did not want to have natural children because of your lifestyle choice. You gave up that right again. just want to clarify that so everybody knows where I stand on that. If there's any confusion ever about it, because I'm getting very, very annoyed with hearing people that have no business ever raising a children because they physically can't because of what they've chosen to do as far as their sexual engagement with the same sex, tell everybody else what we have to do with our kids. Absolutely, 100% line in the sand, will not comply, will not listen to a single word they say when they want to rant and rave about their stupid ideology, period. Just want to clarify that. Also, too, in other news, in Germany right now, and this kind of ties in what Dad was talking about as far as where they're kind of constantly keep pushing the compliance and constantly keep trying to make people forced to do these things. We are already seen now in Qatar. The study came out on my birthday, July 7th, in MedRxiv, the preprint paper, came out and revealed that natural immunity is 97% effective against COVID, even after 14 months have passed since the primary infection. Pretty much meaning once you catch it, even if you get exposed to it, you may catch a cold again, getting extremely severe COVID again, pretty much from 14 months out at the very least, it, this study shows you 97% effective and not catching again. This is why it's absolutely moronic to go out and get a shot after you've already contracted COVID and you have natural immunities to it. It's moronic. It makes no sense. It's like saying, I got chicken pox now. I now have a lifelong natural immunity to chicken pox, but hey, next month I need to go get my chicken pox vaccine uh, because, you know, I have immunity to chicken pox. It doesn't make sense, even from a science standpoint. This already came out in Qatar. I talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yet, you still are seeing countries try to force individuals to show their COVID passport just to go out and do stuff. The cruise lines, the cruise lines are still trying to mandate that you have to show your COVID passport to go on a cruise ship. Moronic at best. And then you have Germany now, which, I mean, I have family over there still. It saddens me to see that's, you know, my my country that I'm from. And it's just, it's it's literally getting worse and worse over there. The... um. The memorandum, Marco Bushman, the country's justice minister, has now announced the return of the return of mandatory face coverings to be voted in September. Okay, well, why would they be voting in September about mandatory face coverings? 
Good question. He remarked that Germans and tourists alike will have to mask up this fall, and the mask mandates will be in place the entire winter. The proposal for the mandate is being submitted to the German parliament at the beginning of September, and once it is approved, will take effect at the beginning of October. He goes on to say here, and this, this is how inept and what kind of propaganda they use. The same thing from Joseph Goebbels, so saddens me, it's never changed. The effectiveness of masks for indoors is undisputed. Mask requirements indoors plays a role in our concept of protecting people. The fact that masks don't work for respiratory upper viruses has been very disputed, and it is rolled in favor of eh, they don't work. So, sorry there, Mr. Marco Bushman. You're a blithering moron, and you have not followed any science, or you're blatantly lying to the population because you want to further your agenda. They're now saying doesn't matter about cases. doesn't matter about test with the PCR test. doesn't matter about hospitalizations. We're going to put a mask mandate in place now for your protection, even though there's no increase in cases, simply because we're just going to do it as a preventative measure now. Does anybody think this is going to go away if people keep complying? No, it's not. That's the point. They're going to keep throwing this out there. That's why New York, that's why California, they're all talking about doing another mask mandate. It's not about COVID. It's not about a virus. I think Florida proved that to the entire country. It's about seeing how far people will continue to comply and if they'll go along with it. If you can continually put it in somebody's repetition over and over and over again, you have to put on a mask now starting October. You have to put a mask now starting October. I promise you, you'll train the general population to a point where by October, you don't have to put a mask mandate, mask mandate on. All you got to do is say, hey, it's respiratory virus season starting in October, guys. All right, come on. Let's get your mask on. October, get your mask on. We got to wear a mask all the way to March, and then you can take them off again. Mate, go ahead and put your, your face diaper on. You need your dog muzzle. You're not, you're not able to go anywhere without your dog muzzle on. Come on. Got a leash for you, too. Make sure you guys heal. That's all it is. It's 100% psychological operation brain training. And if you can continue to do this, it's going to work. And then what happens next? They'll say, okay, by the way, guys. It's a climate change emergency time. Uh, nobody can drive cars here now for the next six months. Not allowed to use your vehicle. you got to park it. Or you can sell it, either one. Come on, guys. It's climate change season. you got to do it right now. It's for, for, it's for your protection. It's for your protection. They'll do it, and they'll keep pushing the envelope. And I promise you, they won't stop. It's so funny because I kept asking people when I had arguments about mass mandates. I said, if mass mandates were so effective, I said, why in the world hasn't Florida turned into a zombie wasteland and basically keeled over? Why have cases been at the bottom in Florida? Why were deaths in Florida going through the floor once masks will no longer be wearing masks? Million-dollar question. Nobody could ever answer it. Uh, well, yeah, it's uh, no, it's it's because well, I, I don't, you know, it's it's science. You just have to do because of science. No, I don't do anything because of science. I actually look and research science. Obviously, you don't. And this is what people have to continue to keep in their minds right now. This war isn't over. This fight's not over. It's not going to stop. Whether it be these certain topics of giving transgender their own rights as a new species or telling people they have to wear masks and halter in place because they told them to do so, this is what they're continuing to do. Like Dad said earlier, this whole thing with Russia-Ukraine, if Russia was bent on taking over the entire country of Ukraine, why didn't they do a mass invasion, do full paratrooper invasion? I mean dr drop in 100,000 paratroopers in Ukraine, then bring in all the rolling army. They had taken over Ukraine in a matter of weeks. Ukraine didn't have any significant military firepower at all. Now this like massive buildup arms race now is going all across Europe with the United States funding it because Israel told us to do so. Allegedly. Allegedly. So again, what's really going on over there? Why is this still continuing to go on? 
in my opinion, I think this was all timed very specifically to reduce the ability to have energy. And at the same time, now they're talking the bumbling buffoon administration is talking about declaring a climate emergency now in the United States. Yeah, climate emergency. So we went from COVID emergency to climate emergency, which I warned people about in 2020 when I started seeing these articles where people were basically praising the COVID lockdowns because people weren't driving, how the air was cleaner, and everything was great because people weren't out and about. Everybody just needs to stay in their home on a regular basis. There are articles talking about that. This is what they're going to try again, my friends. Stay frosty, stay strong, continue to speak the truth, and do not comply with illegal, unjust mandates that have no business being followed in a constitutional republic, Dad. What do you think? You're right. I mean, we, you know, why in the world do we feel as though we need to maintain, you know, status with le- illegal mandates that are being pushed by bureaucrats that aren't even elected officials? I mean, it's, this is the problem. They make all these rules up, and if you don't obey their rules, they fine you. That's what they do. Yesterday here in our little town of Auburndale, you know, I mean, I was I was talking to a, a man we met over here. His name was Lonnie at a pawn shop. We were over there buying some, you know, some used DVDs, which we do on a regular basis. We don't have cable. And, you know, I, and I remembered you know, after I left talking with Lonnie, I started thinking, you know, Arbonnell used to be a really nice little town, used to have really good leadership here. And now they, they just put up another stop sign in the middle of nowhere that doesn't need to be there either. I mean, the whole thing is weird how this stuff happens with these rules and these regulations. And the, but there's getting cracks in their system now because a lot of people at the NIH and the FDA and the CDC – and they're regretting the bad science that was being used to push these vaccines and this information about COVID and to push these masks. So these people are starting to break down and realize that we don't have to comply and we don't have to talk about all of the stuff they tell us to talk about because it's not okay. Because when you realize that State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock run almost everything and they're all Kabbalists at the highest levels, you start to understand why we are where we are, especially with the transgender stuff. Give me some examples of the top three shareholders, two or three shareholders in the, the, these State Street, Vanguard, and State BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street are listed as the top two or three shareholders at Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Exxon, U.S. Steel, Disney, Ford, Tesla, ABC, AT&T, HBO, CNN, Warner Brothers, Verizon, Fox Corporation, Comcast, CBS, United Airlines, Chevron, General Dynamics, FedEx, Uber, PayPal, eBay, Google, YouTube, General Electric, Facebook, Twitter, Tyson Foods, PepsiCo, Coca-Cola, Raytheon, Boeing, Lockheed Martin, SeaWorld, Six Flags, General Motors, Vanguard, uh, I'm assuming MasterCard, Visa, American Express, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, Unilever, New York Times, Southwest Airlines, Delta Airlines, BP, General Mills, Procter & Gamble, Dell Computers, Hewlett-Packard, Hasbro, Mattel, DuPont, Hormel Foods, Volkswagen, Black Volkswagen, including Porsche, Audi, Lamborghini, and Bentley. They own like 20 trillion in assets. In other words, they pretty much own everything because of their computer systems called Aladdin and the buying and the buying and the buying and the buying of all of these different corporation stocks and controlling their boards. That's why the best thing you can do with any of these guys, and we tell you this all the time, is just somehow the concept eludes the population of the United States that basically I guess don't listen to the Ted and Austin Brower show who don't listen to alt media that are telling you the truth is don't buy stuff from these guys. Do your best not to just avoid it. Just avoid using Amazon. Avoid using these people. Don't get cable TV. Don't do any of that stuff. Don't watch ABC or CBS or NBC and listen to all their commercials. They can further the revenue stream. Don't listen to any of that stuff. Just avoid it. Don't go to Disney. Avoid all of these groups, especially the ones that are pushing the transgender nonsense. 
I mean, Disney shot itself in the foot so badly, it's unbelievable. And I really hope and pray that their sales and their marketing and their theme park attendance crashes because of the grooming of these young children. Uh, Disney is awful. Don't get me wrong. Walt Disney was not a saint. He's probably a high-level 33-degree mason. He had Club 33 in his basically parks. He probably was involved in all kinds of weird stuff. But the reality is, at least it tried to be a family-themed park entertainment complex in the beginning, especially with their movies that were pretty good, like Swiss Family Robinson. It's not that anymore. Now we have movies like Marvel <laughs> with Thor that are openly anti-Christian, anti-God, openly gay, openly transgender, openly weirdo, openly just weird, okay? Don't go see that horrible movie. So stand your ground with the word of God. That's what the Bible says in Ephesians. Stand your ground. And, you know, we're going to continue to be that bastion of hope for the people out there that listen to this show. And we're going to continue to pray for you guys every day. I love you guys, and I appreciate you. And I thank you so much for your support of Health Masters. You guys are amazing. Thanks for listening. Awesome. Finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, one thing that's really true, and, I mean, it's always been a staple to me as far as supporting with your wallet, voting with your wallet. I've always stood by that. Even when I was younger, before I was really as, as educated in these topics, I knew what was really going on. If I support a company, I'm like somebody or a business or small business, and I really like what they're doing, I'll go out of my way to take care of them, and I'll go out of my way not to support the, the big corporations. The same thing goes if I really don't like a company, and I really find what they do is something I don't agree with. And they're diametrically opposed to my viewpoints, like, say, Starbucks, like some of these other companies, like Disney. I will make sure that they don't get anything from me. I don't want to give them a single penny. I won't even go see a movie that they're sponsoring. I'm like, no, sorry. Sorry, kids. We don't support them. We don't go along with that. And a lot of people go, well, Austin, you not going to see a Disney movie ain't going to make one difference in their revenue. Yeah, you're probably right. Me taking me and the wife and two kids is really not going to make a big difference. But – 100,000 other American patriots not going, well, it starts to make a difference. Oh, well, about two, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand American patriots not going to see their movie. Um, now, now you start making some numbers crunch big time at, you know, ten, twelve dollars a movie ticket. This is what people have to realize is we have an enormous amount of power. But the problem is I've heard this excuse so many times. Well, it doesn't make a difference if I go there or not. They're still going to make money. Of course they are. They're still going to figure out how to make money. They're little banker, they're little banker boys. They're going to always figure out how to make money. They're always going to act like they're not making money, but they're always going to be skimming money from everybody. That's how they act. But again, if everybody has that mindset, you're absolutely right. They're going to continue to thrive and grow, and they're going to continue to try to pollute the entire narrative and pollute your young children because they realize it doesn't matter what they put out, what they produce, what they promote. You're still going to go see it, and you're still going to give them money. Even while they're trying to groom your children, you're still going to support them. You're absolutely right if you keep that mindset. But if everybody in aggregate starts going, you know, there's certain companies who just don't – they do not go along with anything I support. And I get it. There's certain companies you may not know what they do on the back end. You may not know they may have somebody involved in doing something. I mean obviously you can't know everything. But as far as I'm concerned, when I see a company blatantly coming out and disrespecting me, blatantly disrespecting my values and morals – not going to go along with them. As soon as the CEO of Starbucks came out and said, we don't support people that basically want to carry a firearm. Firearms are not allowed in our building. If you want to carry your Second Amendment firearm, you can go somewhere else for your coffee. And I don't even drink coffee. And I'm like, well, I will actively avoid that place then. If you're blatantly telling me that you don't agree with the Bill of Rights, 
I'm actively telling you I don't agree with anything you're about then. So again, it all comes down to perspective and how you look at things. If we all in aggregate make a difference and change behavior and say we're not going to go along with this, we're not going to give them money, oh, I promise you, it makes a huge difference, especially when you start supporting companies that actually are supporting your rights. So again, thank you for the support of healthmasters.com. I encourage you to look at local companies, look at local businesses, online businesses that are actually doing stuff. That's why I, I thank Everybody so much for supporting Health Masters. Not only do we try to get this fight out, do we try to get this truth out, do we constantly try to support everyone the best I possibly can. I also bring in the highest quality supplements pretty much in the world. I mean, I, I, I encourage people to compare my products to other people's products. I do it all the time. And especially, especially these products that they have the, all these proprietary blends all the time. Oh, it's got 500 milligrams of proprietary blend. Then they give you a list about 50 different ingredients that sound really good. Some of the ingredients may be good. But then you go, well, how much resveratrol is actually in that? Oh, it's proprietary. We can't tell you. Well, well, how much D3 is in that? Oh, it's proprietary. We can't tell you. Well, how much how much Tribulus and Testo Plus is in that? Or, you know, uh, Tongat Alley is in that. Well, it's, it's proprietary. We can't tell you. Guys, that's a total ruse in the, in the market, especially in the nutrition market. There's a few key products you may see. There's something very, very effective formula they put together. When you're talking about basic stuff that works effectively, make sure you're researching the actual ingredient, the real raw ingredient they're putting in it, because we put that down on everything. Break it all the way down to the milligram and compare the two. And then when you try our product, you know why they work so well. That's one of the reasons why the Ultimate Multiple Powder is one of the most productive products we have, because it's simple yet incredibly effective. On sale right now at healthmasters.com. Thank you again for the support of Health Masters. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.